Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. So, your Golden State Warriors have now lost two in a row. And after that really, really nice homestand where they went 5-0, and they are now 34-32. and They are in sixth place. They were in fifth at the end of that homestand. And they haven't looked good on the road. What I can appreciate about some of the listeners out there and some of the folks who watch and comment on YouTube is that for the most part, y'all are really, really, really smart about basketball. And a lot of y'all have said, let's see if they can do it on the road. Let's see if they found that switch and if they've flipped it, not just for at home, but on the road, which has just been terrible (laughs) for the Warriors. And it's too bad because the Lakers game they lost previously and then this OKC game that they lost 137-128. Those were two of the easier games on their remaining schedule, at least road games. And to me, it was like, if they can get that Lakers game, if they could get the OKC game, they were never going to be gimmies, but those were teams that were vulnerable. A Lakers team without LeBron, an OKC team that the Warriors have beaten the previous two times, and they'd beaten in OKC. I believe it was their last road win several road games ago. But, you know, (laughs) other folks were like, don't get too invested in this team yet. And honestly, that's probably how you should roll with it. I said even before that five-game winning streak that all that matters is that the Warriors get into the tournament, right? It was nice that they played well at home and that they showed flashes, but I always maintained it's going to be a dogfight until the very end. They're not going to hit a stride where they just rack off a bunch of wins. I mean, five for them is a bunch this year, but beyond that, just all of a sudden start turning into world champs all over again. You know, that's not going to happen. But what you want to see from them is that they're still fighting, right? It's going to be until the end, no matter what. Because even if they were playing well and then they lost a couple like they did, they're always going to be battling for playoff positioning. You know, now that they're back in sixth and only half a game in front of the Wolves for the seventh spot, which is, of course, uh, the play-in round, then it just feels a little bit more desperate, right? It is, you know? Don't get too invested and just enjoy it because what I want is to see this team get to the postseason, get into a seven-game series, and all bets are off, right? The defense has not traveled. The defense is not good on the road. And there's a combination of reasons why, right? For one, the main guys, they're older, more banged up. They've played a ton of minutes, especially Looney and Draymond. And part of that is because of roster construction. Part of that is just, you know, they're older. (laughs) And that's just the way it works out. But also benches, young guys, new guys, role players, they have an even bigger drop-off on the road. That's a fact. That's just the way it is. And so when you combine those things 
And I'm not giving them excuses that it's just that way, but it unfortunately makes sense. If they had more vets on the bench, guys who'd been there, then they'd probably be playing better. And a lot of it also, again, is just effort and focus and being cohesive. They just turn into a different team on the road, right? And this is problematic because at this rate, the Warriors are never going to be a favorite or a home team in the playoffs. That was kind of a long shot. Maybe after that fifth win, you're like, okay, they could catch the Suns. They were like a game behind the Suns. But with more road games coming up until the end of the season, you know, we're back to where we were in the sense that just just get in. Just get in get healthy, right? Those are the main things. Of course, with every game, you see signs when they play well and you hope for certain things. But like, hey, they have to get there first. And if they're healthy, then we'll see. Because in the playoffs, you're not going to rely on your bench as much. The vets, the starters, they're going to play more than 30, 35 minutes. <laughs> they're going to be playing 40 minutes. So you're not going to have to rely on some of those uh, inconsistencies of youth or guys who had never been there before. To me, it all really, really depends on if they're whole. So that's health with Gary Payton II. That's health with uh, Kevon Looney, who is a little banged up, with Draymond Green, who's having some health issues. And then in terms of just rostering, like getting Andrew Wiggins back. Still no word on his status. And I'm not going to uh, question that at all. Obviously, it's a personal family thing. And if he's been away for this long, uh, I just worry on a more personal basis. Like, I don't know Andrew Wiggins, of course, but, you know, like, I hope everything is okay. That's it, you know? And if he comes back during the regular season, I mean, I'm still expecting him to, but who knows? He's been gone for a while, and I'm sure it's a big deal, whatever it may be, for him to be gone for this long. But you have concerns that if and when he comes back, I mean, he was already really rusty, right? When he was injured, he had never really missed that many games before in season in his career. And his rust showed, actually, it was the last game he played where he looked really good. I think I did an episode and I was like, is Andrew Wiggins back? You know, but if he comes back, it'll be great to have him. But I don't know if or when you can count on him to be that lights out, consistent, quote unquote, the guy who was the second best player at the beginning of the season, second best player for the Warriors in the playoffs last year. So that's a big if. And then with Gary Payton the second, we still, we're still waiting for that uh, month since they first announced they were going to wait a month to reevaluate him. I mean, they really, really need him because their defense is so bad on the road. He doesn't need to come in there and do too many crazy things. He just needs to play his game, point of attack, allow guys like DiVincenzo, Kaminga to kind of spread to uh, not the first option, <laughs> you know, because if you put Kaminga on the second option or third option, same with DiVincenzo, then that defense gets automatically better. And that's what we're hoping for in the postseason. It's not a cure-all. It's not a guarantee, right? Last season, the Warriors, you know, they made their moves and they hit on all of them for the most part. They kept end-of-bench guys like JTA, Damian Lee, 
they worked out. Andre, he didn't really play much, but they didn't really need him. OPJ, GP2, Bielitsa, they all worked out. They made some of those moves this year. Yes, they leaned into the young dudes more. And I still think that's a calculated risk. They signed DiVincenzo, who's been solid. People love him, even though he'll most likely be gone next season. So that's that's unfortunate. To Michael Green, who I thought would be better, and I'm sure the Warriors thought would be better, has been just overall bad. He played well right before the trade deadline, right before the All-Star break, when you know it felt like the chirping of, oh, the Warriors need an, another big man, or who are they going to get rid of? He played better. Wiseman didn't play. They moved Wiseman. They got rid of Wiseman. They kept Michael Green and his cheap one-year contract. But he's not somebody that you can really, really count on day in, day out. If he hits a three, if he has a dunk, if he gets a rebound or a five rebounds, you're like, all oh, right, yeah, you know, he's 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 looking like uh, he'll be able to be effective. But you can't you can't count on that. Maybe he'll have a couple of flashes here and there, but that's that's not going to be enough. But bottom line, they made some moves and they haven't worked out. You know, I know that's a loaded statement because there's a lot of people that were like, you know, they went too far in with the youth and I've spoken how much I like the young guys, but I've also said, you know, there was a point in time at the beginning of the season when the vets and the starters were out there and then you could see the bench during the broadcast and it was just first, second year players and, and Wiseman who's basically a first, second year player, right? He still hasn't had a full 82 games of basketball, NBA basketball under his belt. So I was like, Oh, Maybe the Warriors overshot it. You know, maybe as much as I like PBJ, maybe go back to the summer and it's like use those picks and get a vet. But that being said, you know, again, just get in and shorten the bench and then go. You know, all bets are off, no guarantees. That's it. Enjoy it. That's what I'm basically going to do. No, this Lakers game recently. No, this. OKC game, neither of those were enjoyable. They just show the Warriors' inherent flaws, like flaws, flaws, flaws that they've had all season long. And they're not going to fix those. The only way that changes is once you get to the playoffs, if they can get healthy, if they can go eight, nine deep, right? You have the starters, then you have Poole, and then you have DiVincenzo, then you have Gary Payton the second, and then you have Kaminga in some kind of order like that, if they can get there, right? NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. Is Steph going to go for 30? Is Clay going to hit five threes? Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The Warriors, they don't have Anthony Lamb anymore because he reached his 50-game limit of games as a two-way player, and they haven't signed him yet. Kerr has said he wants... Anthony Lamb on the roster. So I'm guessing once this 
you know, Lester Quinones, his 10 day contract ends that maybe they'll sign uh lamb for the rest of the year. He, they, they could have used him. I don't, I don't like seeing Lamb on the court, but they could have used him in the OKC game, plain and simple. I mean, they could use a bunch of people. They could use James Wiseman, by the way, James Wiseman. He had 21 points, like five boards or something in a loss to the wizards. Uh, his man, Daniel Gafford had the winning shot at the end of the game, but that's because Wiseman, he contested Bradley Beal's shot. And uh, I forgot the guy's name on Detroit who had turned the ball over on the possession before he did not box out Gafford and it wasn't easy to, but anyway, anyway, that's, that's that. That's the Wiseman watch for, for this episode. <laughs> but the Warriors are who they are. That's it. That's it. They are a team that can rise up, you know, can you know dig out the effort, the focus, the energy, and play against a really, really good team at home or on the road sometimes, right? Look at that Celtics game that the Warriors blew the lead in. But they're also a team that goes on the road and just flubs. You know, it's, like I said, it's a combination of things. I have no solutions. I don't because there are no solutions to be had because this is the roster that they have. Yeah, this was the roster they played poorly with up until right after the the All-Star break, right? I was saying when they were winning five games in a row, it's a shame they didn't play this well before the break, before the trade deadline. And I know that the dog days of the season are January, February. I definitely know that. And I also know that the All-Star break, I mean, I've talked about this. That's where you hope that they kind of ramp up and suck it up and be like, okay, we got 24 games. Let's get to business, take care of our business. They still could, you know, but again, not looking for them to all of a sudden just jump up to the top of the Western Conference standings. What we're looking for is for them to get healthy, get right, get everybody back and get in, get into the sixth spot or above. That's it. You know, the Warriors, they have bad habits. They have really bad habits. Jordan Poole, man, he'll show you something good, and then he'll show you, like, his defense was bad. The end of first quarter where the Warriors against OKC, where the game was close, and then they gave up a bunch of baskets that all of a sudden made, like, a one-bucket game, a 10-point game. And on the last three-pointer, it was a not even a real fast break. It was a break, but the Warriors, some of the guys got back. Pool, he had ball. And for some reason, he drifted and went to guard Josh Giddy, who didn't have the ball. And the OKC player nailed a three. You know, and there were other gaffes from Pool. And I like Pool for the good things that he can do, but if he can't embrace the role that he's given, whether it's playing defense or coming off the bench. Everybody knows his percentages and his stats coming off the bench are vastly terrible than when he starts. Great. You know, he gets really excited to start. And sure, it could be a rhythm thing. Sure, it could be just a vibe thing. I don't know. But it's your job, man. (laughs) It's your job. And I wouldn't go so far to say like he's not trying, but like where's the attention to detail? Where's the focus? Somewhere 
along the way, you just aren't doing something properly. Because if you can do it when you start, you should be able to, at least after getting warmed up, do it coming off the bench. That's an inherent flaw. And this was a guy who was supposedly the favorite for uh, sixth man of the year to start the season. And he's been a terrible sixth man. No, no. These are, again, the habits that the Warriors play with. And at a certain point, it's not who you were, it's who you are. You know, the Warriors, they can't rely on guys like David West, Saza Pachulia, uh, Sean Livingston, Leandro Barbosa, the vets who were older than the Hall of Fame core. Now they have to rely on younger dudes. You know, those guys are not the stabilizing factors that the vets, when the core were younger, you know, the Livingstons, Barbosas, those were the guys who didn't make mistakes, that didn't make risky passes, didn't didn't make risky decisions. So all of a sudden those markers have moved a little bit. But like I said, even when they're winning, it's take it game by game. Two losses in a row on the road against two teams that they should have, would have, could have beat. It's not promising, but they just got to get healthy and get there to the end. That's it. I know it's not sexy. It's not exciting, but that's the reality of who this team is. And again, if they get there and they have an inspired run and surprise the world, shock the world, then awesome. You know, that'll be such a crowning achievement for this team, this dynasty. But if they flame out and continue to just sputter, then it was all for all for not, you know? Not going to go panic mode on one game because this is what we've seen throughout the year. They are who they are. Just get to the end and then see if they can be who they were in the postseason. All right, that's all I got for now. All right, well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to leave us a nice review saying good stuff about the show on Apple Podcasts, that would be hugely, hugely appreciated and it would be very, very helpful. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time and go Dubs.